Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle. We're back in the lab here talking NFL Draft with my boy, Foots the King. What's up, Foots? Hey, Joe Rob. What's going on, buddy? Um, just being consistent, talking this draft talk with my good boy, with my good guy, rather. Not a boy, but a guy. The King. Joe the King. All right, let's rock. Let's roll. Let's do it, man. So... <laughs> Man, but we well we talk about offline, but now we're gonna bring it here to to the podcast here. You know, the hot topic right now is Demarcus Lawrence, right? So they're saying he wants twenty three million. Cowboys put an offer of twenty million, and Stephen Jones saying there's an impasse. So things are not looking too good right now, man. What's what's your gut feeling here? Well, if you learn anything from the past, you know that. Mm. You just know that the Cowboys aren't gonna be blackball. They're not gonna be fleeced. Excuse me, not blackball, fleeced. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that the Cowboys are gonna let Demarcus Lawrence waffle his way or you know scare tactic them. They're, they, I believe they would trade him for two ones or a one to two before they do that. So I think that he'll come to his senses eventually. What about you, Joe? What are, What are you thinking? Yeah, so they're saying that this the agent it looks like is the 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 problem here. That David Cantor and uh, that the Cowboys they just don't really like the agent and it's hard to work with them. So I wonder if some point the Lawrence drops that agent and gets somebody else and you know gets this deal done. Because to me, if if that doesn't happen, I think you're going to start hearing more more about you know possible trade options but but the thing about it too foots is he has that lingering uh labrum surgery he's got to get so how much is that gonna ding us when we try to trade this guy i mean if we did hypothetically well when you so you definitely want to exercise all options and the trade right now is looking like a very viable option right joe so mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it just is. You got to listen. Crazier things have happened. The Giants just traded freaking Odell Beckham. So nothing is, you know, out the window or outlandish or whatever, you know, whatever fans may want to call it. They'll get the deal done, whatever. Listen, you got to think about Demarcus Lawrence's numbers. Number one, he's a late bloomer. Also, the thing about Demarcus Lawrence, he's in this weird place that is like, OK, I don't look at Demarcus Lawrence. I'm just be honest. Foots, me personally, I don't look at Demarcus Lawrence as a superstar. I look at him as a star. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying that, you know, because I don't look at him. I mean, his highest sack total was 14 in 2017. All right, 2016, he had one sack. His rookie year, he had no sacks. All right, mm -hmm. and then last year, he had 10 sacks. If anything, I will always give Demarcus Lawrence so, so much respect for what he does against the run. Yeah. I cannot take that from him. I mean, that is, mm -hmm. that's it. That's, that's it, Joe. You got me there. I won't argue that. But to say that you're going to be paid like Von Miller, it's just, it's not going to happen. You know, you're not Von Miller. Von Miller really took a team to, you know, the Super Bowl. You know, so... I just want everybody to kind of remember that Cowboys fans, you know, I just kind of, because I mean, listen, 
the fact of the matter is his consistency and his numbers, he hasn't been this consistent player that, you know, he, he's been, like I said, he's a star. He's not a superstar. So, so that's a that's good point. Favorite. That's a really good point for So a star versus a superstar. I think a superstar for me is somebody that can take over a game, right? Like if you're talking about like defensive players that have so much sway in the game, those are superstars that do that, right? You know, like, Absolutely. like a Reggie White, you know, back in the day, like you have to account for this guy like all the time or, you know, uh, <clears throat> I mean, there's all, all kinds of guys, right? I mean, not, not just like the older guys, but like, you know, even like Khalil Mack. I mean, he, that, that so, guy is crazy. Yeah, when, I, when I look at, when I look at a guy like Camille, Khalil Mack, he, that's a, that's a great example, right? Mm -hmm. He went to the Bears and, and, and I was, I actually was kind of skeptical of that move. Went to the Bears, instantly made them, you know, a contender. He did. Um, obviously, legends, Lawrence Taylor, a guy that you just have to account for. I right. think the teams do account for Demarcus Lawrence. I just don't put him in that. He's not Aaron Donald. He's not. Um, and there's only like three or four who are him. So that's right. Who are that that next level? I think he's. I think he's like the tier below. Um. I think Demarcus Ware in his prime was a better player than Demarcus Lawrence, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's not to say that the Cowboys aren't willing. Like I believe they are willing to pay them. You're paying him really because of how good he is against the run. Because if you really think about it, if he was that good of a pass rusher, he would play the right end position. Mm -hmm. You know, that yeah. right end is your get after the quarterback, go make plays. So. Um, you know, it's tough, Joe. This is a tricky one. It really, really is. Um, and that's why I do believe that, you know, D-line is, 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 is at the top of the list, Joe. It really is. You know, I'm, I'm really wondering, like, what is the philosophy of the Cowboys? Because, you know, they're saying, hey, we build this team through the draft and we re-sign our own players. Well, do they really re-sign all their players? Or it, it seems like they're not going to be able to re-sign their own players even. So, you know what I mean? Like, and we got a lot of big-name marquee guys coming up too. So, it's like, what are they going to do? So, you know, so it's like. I no, I mean, it's huge, dude. <clears throat> um, you just don't know. I know they had the visit from my guy um, in Miami. He used to play with the Rams. What's his name, Joe? His name escapes me right now. Oh, Quinn. Um, yeah, Quinn. Yeah, Robert Quinn. Mm -hmm. He's not Demarcus Lawrence either, but he allows you flex if you wanted to go trade and get picks. Let's say somebody calls you up and says, we would love to have Demarcus Lawrence on our team. We'll give you this year's first and a two. You doing that, Joe? This year's first and a two? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I would take that. Yeah, you didn't even sound like like it would like you would do it without question. Yeah, it's it's you know I've been thinking about this for a long time now, and it's funny that this is really starting to gain momentum. I just been sitting here like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the Cowboys—they're just—they're not overpaying people, not even their own people now. So it's like what what is gonna happen what what i don't want to happen is that they let this thing drag out to july 
and maybe they come up with a deal and then he gets the surgery and then he doesn't play until like October, November and that first year that contract is screwed. So it's like, it's a big uh, quagmire, you could say, you know, they're they're in it, man. They're it's It's a sticky situation, but for me, give me the picks. Yeah, I was about to say, especially just because like the the injury and the surgery being needed is huge now. And now I feel like he's trying to leverage the situation. Yeah. Trying to I, leverage and then yeah, trying to leverage and then with the agent that the Cowboys don't like. Like it just seems like a recipe for something that's not gonna work out, man. I just I, I have a gut feeling that it's not gonna work out. No, I mean, if you when you think exactly, so you're not healthy. You don't the communication apparently they're far away. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me now you're starting to get into okay, like you said, off season work. He's not going to be at off season work. He's going to probably be training with some Instagram trainer, but it's not the same as being in the building mm-hmm. and really getting the proper work that you need. Um, you don't know. Is he gonna come in? Is he even gonna? Is he even gonna get any training camp work in? Right? Won't get any off-season work. Won't get any training camp work. What's the chance of him getting hurt again? Is he just gonna mope through the season? Once he gets paid, what's his? What's what's he gonna be like? You just never know. And we also gotta remember, Demarcus Lawrence had character issues coming out of college. Right. Um. So it's just one of those things that like. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the draft order now. Would there be a team to say, you know, I'll take, you know, I'll take them off your hands, you know, and like you said now, you just, it just, you just don't know. But that's and and, and that's a good that's a that's a good thing we could segue into. Foots, let's segue into, you know, looking at the the draft order. I'm looking at it too right now. So let's let's talk about this. So. Defensive linemen, let's say they make a trade with one of these guys here. What defensive guys, tackles, or defensive ends would you uh, would you like? Well, so I'm glad that we segue into that. So it, it really, see, Taco not developing hurts you. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get a guy that can get up the field. Maybe a Brian Burns. But you also got to have a guy, you got to have that five technique who can play some three, i.e. Zach Allen. Basically, you got to have a guy who who can, in some, in some form or fashion, play the run stoutly. Something you thought Taco would be able to do coming out of college. I'm not throwing in the white, I'm not raising a white flag on him yet, mm-hmm. but... It's something to keep in mind. If you got a first-round pick, maybe a Dexter Lawrence could be that guy, right? Um, end of the first-round type guy. Excuse me, he's a one-tech. I'm sorry. Um, maybe uh, you could shoot. You, could, you would possibly draft him at one. But maybe a guy, you know, everybody's all over the board when it comes to uh, um, Charles and Minihue. I like him. I know Vach doesn't so much but I think that you <laughs> I think that you can get a guy who can play kind of that edge but then stand up 
um, and stand up and make tackles. So names that I like, I like Brian Burns a lot. Um, but I don't know if the Cowboys would their first their first defensive end would be you know a two hundred forty nine pound defensive end. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't think that he would fit the fit the mold, right? Yeah. I, hell, I even like this Chase Winovich, you know, playing off the edge and and being a run chase guy. Um, I know that they that they confirmed a meeting with Jalen Ferguson. You're right. Um, I think that they're gonna stay away from guy a guy like Chachai Polite. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else worth anything is definitely out of their range if they don't get a first round pick for a possible trade situation that we've just created on this show but (laughs) in all seriousness I mean right now they're zeroing in on a guy like Zach Allen but when when your first pick is 58 in the second round I mean good luck you know what I mean Yeah. so it's going to be like especially at that end position now if you're telling me interior D-line I can give you some more options, but at that end position, who can actually play the end the way you want it to be played? Like Zach Allen reminds me of like a poor man's Ryan Kerrigan, right? So, right. If you're if you can, you know, long with an answer. If you knew that he would be there, I think somebody like him would be the the pick. I like I like I like a Minnie especially for what this defense would ask him to do. Um. So I mean, it's. You know, it's up in the air. This defensive line class is is deep, but you also want to get somebody like you need some production from your early from your second this year. You need him to be productive early on. You do. Yeah, that's that's the truth right there, man. So for Taco, you know, I think he's gonna be another Lawrence late bloomer. Their, their career path is like wow, it's pretty similar. You know what I mean? Just like starting out slow. Hopefully this third year for Taco will, will be it, but not having Gregory, <clears throat> not being able to count on him, you know, it's uh, it puts these it puts a team in a big uh, behind the eight ball. So now you're you're scrambling to you know add these little one year deals here and there, you know, and then hopefully you can get a deal for Quinn. If you don't, you know, it looks like they gotta get a guy in the draft. Yeah, I mean it's almost like you're going to have to go chase that guy. You know, they talk about get the be- you know best player available, but if that's a big need, that's a big need. You know what I mean? No, I mean, you know, Gregory again, the Gregory situation really put, and this is what Taco's agent, I mean, excuse me, DeMarcus's agent is telling him, it's all leverage. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're, they're, they're fleece right now. That's what he's saying. And I think Dallas is going to fight back hard and say, no, no, we're not. But you just got to kind of be careful and kind of pick your battle. Now, if you had a Robert Quinn in the fold, I think that Dallas definitely would have some leverage in that sense. You rent Robert Quinn for a year, and then you do. You know what I mean, Joe? Go ahead and, and, and draft or whatever you need to do or, you know, find you a suitor for somebody who will want Demarcus Lawrence. There's teams out there. You start to pick up that phone. There are teams out there. Hell, the Patriots could be a team. I mean, you just never know. I don't know who would want to pay them, but you you never know who would who would want that. You know. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking at the salary cap, you know, projections and the Colts. 
you know, they have the highest, like 100 or something. I know they just signed uh, Houston, but even with him on board, they still have plenty of cap space. The Jets had 96 million. <clears throat> Houston, I don't the know. Jets, that's what, that was a target. I don't know if they would give up a high pick like that, but that was a that was a team who I was like, I wonder what the Jets' interest would be. And the Jets, they got the third overall pick, and then they got um, who's their head coach? They might be going offense, so I, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's the number three pick. I mean, could you imagine having that that a trade like that? Like, I mean. <clears throat> I don't know. Crazier things have happened. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is just you brought this to my attention because I, I, I started to think of a way to so I started to think of a way to to quote unquote get um excuse me to get um to get Demarcus Lawrence off our hands. But you know when you're doing these because I wanted to do another I wanted to do another another mock but the, the thing is when you're doing these mocks you kind of want to be as realistic as possible mm-hmm. and so the problem that i had was now i was really playing in the back of my head who is gonna want demarcus lawrence now right you know i mean he's 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 hate to say it like this but he's damaged goods you know you i wonder <clears throat> you know you know us being fans of the Cowboys and, and we know Demarcus Lawrence inside and out, I wonder how other people outside view Demarcus Lawrence. You know, like maybe fans of these other teams would be like, hey, that's we want this guy. He can play the run, he gets sacks, he is a Khalil Mack. Maybe, maybe there's another team out there that, that views him like that, you know what I mean? So it's like maybe a deal could be made. <clears throat> No, I mean... But who would that team be, I wonder? You know what I mean? There you go. There's only a couple, I think, that would... would, Who... I mean... Yeah, it's a... There's a lot of moving parts. You know, the the labrum, the salary cap, you know, who who wants to give up picks. Those picks are are crucial, man. Like, teams... I don't know that. Well, I don't know, man. Teams aren't being more more liberal with trading players, especially this offseason. I mean, we've seen all kinds of crazy trades, so you know. Yeah, because I mean, it just depends. Like, what what's a team's philosophy, right? Because mm-hmm. then you think about like, do they draft well? Some of these teams don't draft well. Yeah. You know, you look at you look at some of these draft picks. I never forget. I thought Drake Kirkpatrick was going to be this great corner, and he's been a bust. I mean, there's been the bust rate for some of these guys lately. Josh Doxson, you know, I mean, terrible, yeah, terrible. I mean, he's been like, I mean, he's just been a te- he's been a terrible draft pick. He's been awful. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Think about Paxton Lynch. Think about all of these guys who come into the league with promise and you know what's going to happen this year what if a team is like you know what I don't see the talent right mm-hmm. that's true that is true would you would, would would you want would you want this to be done before the draft or during the draft like what what is what is your uh I guess what is your best scenario for it's like when would you prefer something to 
to be hashed out so we know what what's gonna happen you know selfishly before well for what what all right i'll 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 rank it like this what makes most sense before selfishly during just because i would love the chaos (laughs) um i don't think i mean if i had to put a a chance scale i would say 30 70 that it happens Mm -hmm. um just because you know that's now everybody's thing if you're a good org it, it just see joe it just really depends on do you draft well do you as a team draft well if you draft well then you want picks 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 give me picks give me picks if you don't and if you're in a weird spot like i was just thinking of somebody like miami for example they're probably going to go in a full rebuild mode i mean what miami fan is excited about you know ryan fitzpatrick being the guy so they're probably going to jump in a full rebuild build mode mm-hmm. so obviously maybe they could be a suitor but then maybe it's like eh, i don't know so i mean you just think about that's just one example but you would really have to dive into each team situation and see all right would this team what's a fit would this team be willing to part ways with their pick like if you're towards the end of the if you're towards the back end of the first and you really don't have like a super need maybe he makes sense what about a team like green bay like they're at what they're at 12 so maybe they see fit but what if they say you know what we haven't had a player like this in a long time we want to maximize Aaron Rodgers' career. He's going to be better than any rookie that we could bring in right now. We'll give you this pick, and we'll give you our second. Now, Green Bay is also a team that loves to draft, but that's kind of just the exercise that I'm doing to kind of make it make sense. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe Minnesota. We need one more piece on our defense. I know we need to protect Kirk Cousins, but what if we need to – you know what I'm saying? Because we're closer than we think. Um you know, what about a team? You know, Demarcus Lawrence, he has, he's just, the good thing about D-Law is he's scheme flexible. So what if a Pittsburgh says, you know what, we're very close on our defense. We can make them better with a guy like this. We don't need this pick. So that's just kind of the exercise that I'm doing, Joe, to make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. No, nah, and the, yeah, that, that does make a lot of sense. And yeah, that's the good thing about D-Law. He does have that position flex. Um the Raiders they got three number ones here I mean wouldn't that be something crazy (laughs) yeah if they went here and be like hey well we're kind of here at the 24th pick the 27th pick that would be some that would be the craziest thing in the world man (laughs) absolutely you'd be trading picks and players you know like the Raiders traded Khalil they got the Bears pick and then they get Lawrence yeah or even the 27th pick, man. It would almost be like we got Cooper for free almost. But not really. But, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Kind of. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. What, okay, what if a team came to you and said, well, we don't want to give you a, this year's tw- uh, first rounder, but we'll give you next year first rounder and then this year a second round pick. Would you do a future first round pick or not? Mm, because so if I'm Jason no Mm-mm. I need two picks this draft because I need help this draft 
Um, because I feel like Jason is coaching for his life. That's another little, another. That's something to keep in mind. Oh yeah, that's another moving part. <laughs> that because now with that being said, Joe, does Jason push back on this trade that we're that we're creating? That that see that that is a that's a that's a good question, and that, and then you got the other thing too. You know your your department. You know Will McClay. Did did you see that 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 uh? They were talking about Will McClay was pushing for for Watt over uh, Taco, and the <laughs> he got overridden. I didn't see that, Joe. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> so that's interesting, there, man. So it's like, what the heck? So it makes you wonder, you know, like. So wait, who's doing a scouting report on that? <laughs> yeah. So. This whole draft, man, it's gonna be something crazy, man. It's gonna be something crazy, like like you said, the whole chaos of it. So, I'm with you, man. I would I would like something to get hashed out. Either Lawrence does something with the agent, gets something hashed out, get it done, or you know, let let the agent find a, a suitor. You know, like why drag this out past the draft? That makes no sense to me, man, at all. Yeah, I mean. You saw the other scenario where they're talking about, well, they could rescind the franchise tag. He'll sign somewhere else, and you'll get a comp pick next year, a third rounder. Like, eh, I don't want to do that. Like, no, 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 that's, no. That's need, that's terrible. No, you definitely don't want to do that. It's either you give me picks, high picks of value, or you keep him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a crazy thing, man. No, Joe. Let me ask you this: Who yeah. are a few players that D linemen rather that you like in this draft? I like um, I, I I like the defensive tackles more than I do the ends. I think the ends. Okay. Are, I don't think the ends are gonna stretch that far in this draft. So I just, you know, I, I know they're gonna look at Ferguson, and I think with that guy, it's almost like you gotta look at his tape versus his numbers because his numbers were not good at all. They were ugly. Even his combine numbers stunk as well. Yeah, so that one there, and he's a thirty visit. So maybe they're just trying to to see, you know, what what makes this guy run. You know, what what's what's behind this. You know what I mean? Is, is he lazy? Is it is it uh, does he not have a good motor? Like what is it? You know what I mean? So I, I wonder about some of these ends. Um, I like Brian Burns too, but uh, I don't think he'll be there in the second round. No, in the second. Yeah, so kind of being pegged as yeah, really, really, yeah, like at fifty-eight, the ends. I just feel like they're not gonna be there. You know what I mean? I just feel like you're gonna have to move up to if you're really strapped for a you know a left end or right end. You're gonna have to move up. So, nah, like I mean, see, to me, it's one of it's one of those things. It's like. See, with the ends, it's just such a hard projection in the league. It's it a really lot of, yeah, it's a boomer bust position. It's a boomer bust. I mean, look at Taco. And then it's like, at end, you just don't see the... I feel like you'll get, you can get help immediately from a tackle before you can from the end. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's just a hard position to be dominant at. You know, some rookies come in and they kind of get it. But then... I feel like 
at D tackle, three tech. Like I remember Malik Collins had a really good rookie year. And it was because, you know, he was in a rotation. The expectations weren't high. He was rushing from inside, so he's rushing lesser skilled linemen. Like as an end, you're going up against some really good, you're going up against the best athlete on the line. More nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is that left tackle or that right tackle. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. Like I like I like Zach Allen. I like him because he gives you that versatility. The Anthony Nelson from Iowa. Yeah, I like yeah. I like him too. I think those kind of guys. Uh Hugh, I like him too. I just don't know. I'm having a hard time as far as the draft projection on him. Like I don't feel that he's a first rounder. Um and I don't know if I like him enough at a second rounder, but you know, if you're Where a fit, you, if, you would have to take him in the second round if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's all I was thinking. That's the, that's that's my thing. Yeah. He that, could fall. But so the thing with Omenihu, let me just explain this to all the fans out there because I was speaking of Vachin. He was explaining to me why he didn't like him. You know, he didn't know how to play and yet he doesn't know how to play line. I get all that, but here's the thing. You're not projecting him for what he is. You're projecting him. You're, you're not drafting him for what he is. You're drafting him for what he's going to be and what you could turn him into. So when I watch him play, I see that he's very stout at the point, number one, which is, which, which is what I like. Um, does he have pass rush moves? Well, number one, he rushed a lot from inside. Mm-hmm. But you saw him kick, kick out an end, and he didn't look out of place. So... If you're telling me I have the best D-line coach in football, but I see a guy who can do certain things, I like the way that he gives chase. I like the way that he runs the play. I like the way that he plays the run, to be honest with you. And he's not hes not like just a statue out there. He plays the run good for somebody of his build. So, and his, his first step is good. The hands and the moves need to be a little bit better, but again, at the end of the first, at the end of the second round, if you stay there, this is the type of decision you would have to make, because you're not getting them in the third round. I tell you that now. Yeah, they're, the Cowboys are right at that spot where you got to draft uh, a round ahead. So 58, if he's there, yeah, he he, he would be a consideration. I, what I do like about him from from what I've I've seen of him, it, what you look at him on tape, and then his history is that he's got, he improved each season. So you're seeing a player who is moldable, and you know he has a high ceiling. So I don't I don't feel that he's not that he wouldn't be a good pick, but um, you know he's gonna be a little bit of a project. I think like you're not gonna get like high production from him. So. The Cowboys are definitely interested. You know, they've already met with him at the Senior Bowl, the Combine, and I think he's even on track for Dallas Day. So that's high interest. You know what I mean? And that's what you and I, we've always been good about is like we're talking about players that the Cowboys are meeting with and talking with. You know, like we're not pulling names out of a hat. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, this is what, yeah, this is what it is. You know, this is exactly what it is. So some people may not like him, but just the fact that the Cowboys keep coming back to the well, you know, like, hey, let's take another look at him. Okay, let's give him a private workout. Okay, let's bring him to 
to the star to Frisco, I mean, there's something there. You know, you, you really cannot uh, ignore that there. And I, I feel like this is the same kind of deal that they had with Connor. Connor Williams, you know, they did the same thing. They had a little flirtation here, a workout here. That's a great word for a flirtation. Uh, what's a great word? <laughs> or that no, is I said that's, that's a great word for a flirtation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so and then and then there he was, second round pick. They took him. So, you know, I think Charles, he's a good name to keep an eye out on. The Cowboys definitely been watching him his whole career, you know, especially being there out, out of Austin. So they have a good feel for the player. So I could see it, man. I could see it. But yeah, some of these guys, the defensive ends, they they just don't they don't I don't think they're gonna stretch that good in this draft. Yeah, I'm actually really starting to like the receivers in this draft, Joe. Um, There's a ton of receivers. I mean, this if you need one, you can find one in, in any round. <laughs> yeah, the more that I start to get to these receivers, I'm like, yo, this is actually not a bad receiver class. And what, and the, <laughs> the thing about two foots is the Cowboys are visiting a lot of these guys at pro days, private workouts, so... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I know we got Cobb um, on a one-year deal, and he's a little bit older. You got some injury concerns there. So it wouldn't surprise me if they took one, you know, at all, really. So watch this, Joe. You want to know what's crazy about this receiver class? The sweet spot is actually where we're drafting. The second to fifth round for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I no. agree. Yeah, fifth round, I think, is probably where you're, yeah, you're, you're right on with that. You can get, like, a Miles Boykin right right there. I mean, you can get a, I mean, you want a taller guy like a Jazz Ferguson. Uh, they met with Debo. Stanley Morgan, they met with him. Uh, I mean, these guys, man. Penny Hart, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, um, there's a lot of guys that they've already been looking at, and um, cornerbacks too. Man, is low key. Christian Shard just had a workout with uh, what's his name, the guy out of Vanderbilt. Oh, I love that kid. Oh my god. Um, it's Joe. What is it? Joe something. Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe. Joe John. Um. I know exactly who you're talking about. He is a good corner. He's he's big, man. Yeah. He so. is a big corner. So now you start talking about DB, Joe. That's a whole nother show. Because now what are we doing? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So now it now the thing would be like Joe John Joe John Williams, six two corner. That yeah, there he is right there. So now now you might be able to offset some deficiencies you might have <laughs> on your defense if you can have a shutdown secondary you might be able to mask some of that with that right foots yeah i mean or maybe you kicking a guy i mean i like the way that i don't want to move cheeto from corner it's gonna be fun because I, I don't want to take cheeto off, off out of my uh secondary i don't Nah, I think he's good there. I, I, I like, I, and I think um, I said this in a video of mine. I think I think he's gonna get a guy that's gonna get a second contract with the Cowboys. Oh yeah, definitely. 
you know, I, I, I really, really do feel like, like that. I, I, I'm, you know, I get a lot of flack for, for, you know, saying that, you know, certain things about Byron, but I, I just don't think that they're going to pay him what his number is going to demand. It's going to be up in the 15s or whatever. Right. So that's a lot of money, you know, and I just, you know, I don't know if they're going to keep Byron at a long-term contract like that. So Cheeto, yeah, though, you got to yeah, keep one of those. You, I don't know if you can afford it. Yeah. They're just going to have to keep these, these prospects coming in, man. If they're really, I mean, they do. The Cowboys have been drafting well with McClay. They can't lose McClay, though. If they lose him, we're in big-ass trouble. So they, big ass trouble, they, big ass trouble. Yeah, so you they, do not want to lose Will McClay. He, mm -hmm. him, and his scouting team really got it. They got it. They have a sweet spot. They, I think the biggest thing with Will is he's been a coach and he knows he has a the the, the keen eye and ear and and vibe to understand what coaches want in a player. Mm -hmm. So he's not just, you know, so many of these scouts, they don't understand how to read character. Um, their whole thing is they do a really good job of, you know, they can stop, stop, watch and tell you, you know, the last person who jumped a freaking, you know, a high jump or whatever it is, 40 yard dash this high and had this weight metric or whatever. They can tell you some stupid metric and, He's gonna be this player. That's what scouts do. Well, if he if he's five nine and he jumps like this, this is who he'll be. It'll be Steve Smith in the league or what? You know, just. Mm -hmm. But instead of that, they can tell you all these things, but they don't know how to read character well, and they don't know if a guy understands what it takes to be a good football player and what it takes to really like. Does he love the game? And I think that Will and his staff have done a great job. I don't know how, how Will is able to keep these guys consistently doing that, but I think that he has done a great job, Joe. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. He's He's been an integral part of this whole process. And if, if, if anything, you know, if the Cowboys go into this this draft, you know, not knowing where what's going on with D-Law, I think, if anything, you can hang your hat on, on uh, you know, Will McClay and these guys bringing new players that are going to be able to contribute and, you know, be be good for us. So, Absolutely. You know, looking at it on the positive side. So that's that's kind of how I'm looking at it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big thing, man. And, and for me, like the Cowboys, it seems like every single offseason there's something. And I just wish that we could go into a season where it's not. But and I, and I don't see that ever fixing anytime soon. You know, you got other. Not with this owner. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna next next season. It'll probably next season will probably be Zeke. You know, it'll probably be something somebody with a contract. Oh, no. His money. Yeah. I pray they get that out of out of the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to pay Ezekiel Elliott. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, Zeke is a superstar. Like that guy. Like we're talking about a star versus a superstar. For me, Zeke is that right. A uh, guy that can take over a game and you know can pull a win. He's out. a superstar. Yeah, he stays on his career path. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, he led the league yeah. in rushing. He's 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 special. Mm -hmm. Plays with power. Plays with strength. Plays with great vision. He has a one speed. Um, you know he's a two hundred twenty five pound bull. That was a hell of a pick, man. 
We gotta yeah. ca we gotta capitalize on his youth though. We we gotta get this thing going. We gotta get this thing going. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna be twenty four. So you're right. <clears throat> that window, man, that's a real thing. You don't want to hear that window creaking down. Nah, you don't. You're absolutely right. Because it did. It creaked down. But then they were able to get this this new, uh, this infusion of young talent. You know, like Zeke, Dak, the secondary got revamped. You got these young receivers. Amari Cooper is only 24. What a steal. I think we poked the Raiders' eyes out. You know? <laughs> Dude, getting Amari Cooper was huge. I'm not going to lie to you. 24, man. I mean, jeez. That guy... I love it, man. I love that pick. Nah, getting Coop was huge. Like, it just flat out was. You know, and... Man, oh. man, Fush, you know what I was going to tell you? I was going to bring this up to everybody. Um, so there's reports that Connor Williams added 10 pounds of muscle. And um, he does look big, man. I saw a recent picture of him. And he looks bulked up, man. Shoulders look bigger. He looks... uh. He looks like um, a second-year guy who's who's in the program and and taking the uh, the strength and conditioning to heart, man. I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. So taking the proper steps. Yeah, I'm not. I'm you, not definitely so wanna, you definitely want to know that he has um, gotten bigger. Mm -hmm. you definitely want to. You know, you definitely want to know that. You're right. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So with that going into that, I feel I feel better about that. You know, I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, the expectations for him were just so high, man. They were just so through the roof, you know, coming into this. Yeah, it was right? like, I think you know, <laughs> we really just was like, we'll be good as Connor Williams, and it wasn't that easy. Yeah, it wasn't plug and play. <laughs> nah, mm -hmm. it wasn't at all it yeah. wasn't plug and play and that's okay like every every there is a such thing as development in the league i think that we got it switched we thought that we didn't realize that that Layton would be plug and play instead it more and more or less was ended up being connor that needed the development and Layton was uh plug and play let me ask you this, Foots. Uh, talking about Leighton Vanderesh, I know that we, as a draft process last season, you and I had favorites, pet cats, and this and that. I think you and I were were pretty close on board with Rashawn Evans and you know uh, Leighton Vanderesh. You know, was the name that really kind of just started coming out, right? It just we just started yeah. hearing the name more and more and more. Do you have a prospect in this draft that you feel? might be that player for the Cowboys that, you know, you're starting to slowly hear some things here and there where, like, okay, this guy might be a legit target. Juan Thornhill. I've seen him mocked there a bunch of times. Um, I, I feel like he's going to be the safety that will kind of just be hanging around unless a team snag jumps up and kind of does what the Steelers did with uh, Shazier to Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I, I do. I think it's Juan Thornhill. I do. Yeah. Juan Thornhill, man. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not. 
I would not be surprised if the Cowboys took a safety, even though they signed George Lyoka. I just don't feel that he's going to be. I mean, some fans are kind of getting head over heels over that signing. I'm like, dude, he's on a minimum contract, one-year deal. They might not even make the team. So I'm like, you know, it's like, just keep that in mind. That, that's what I'm saying. How do you feel about that pick, that acquisition puts? So I just think Ioka is – I think he's an insurance policy. I don't think that he – I think that Dallas wouldn't even – would like it if he didn't start. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I mean, I, I I hate to say this, but I just don't think he's that good. I think he's just a, a, a run-at-the-mill pro. I think he's a good pro, so let's say that. Yeah. I think he's a good pro. I think he can get you by – but eventually, you're going to look at George Ioka and say, ah, we need to upgrade this position. And what, either you have it drafted already or you're going to need to draft for that position. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at him and say, I think he's I think he's a good get-by safety. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Get it right. You hit that right on the head there, Foots. I'm right with you on that. Totally agree. Um, but, yeah, man, I think we did a good – podcast here covering the hottest topics of the day here for the cowboys you know d law some linemen that we're looking at you know uh the safety position i mean we hit a lot of good spots here in this podcast list yeah man let me get your quick take on this joe before we head out what do you think about now pass interference is being able to be um challenged I think it's going to be something that uh, it's going to be another interesting thing, man. I think it's going to, I think you're going to see some cases where it helps and you're going to see some games where some people are still going to get, find a way to get screwed on it. So yeah. Cause once you're out of challenges, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then there's something, what is it? There's something about the two minute too, right? Like you, you can't it, uh, at the two minute. It it's has, a booth it, review. yeah, it's a booth review. So, so I just I mean I just don't want the game to be five hours, dude. Like Yeah, that's the thing. Somebody called pass interference, that's it. I mean, how are you gonna go and so if they call it and it is, is there gonna be offensive? It's just too much, dude. People flopping, I mean it's just, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, that too, man. Like how are they gonna police some of this stuff? Cause you know there's gonna be teams that are gonna try to manipulate this, like the Patriots. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, the there's teams out there that, that study, okay, how can we put this to our advantage? How can we get away with picks? Yeah, that kind of crap. That's the Patriots uh you know, wheelhouse right there. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know. So I, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be that you know it's gonna screw some teams on some calls and some of them it's gonna they're they're gonna get it right they just the NFL they're just diluting the game from what it was like from the you know from the 70s 80s 90s it's just getting uh, too uh, micromanaged you know like, that's a great word just not fun I mean just not as I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but that's kind of what made the NFL why what it was was how violent it was. I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you don't wish CTE on anyone, but I mean, it was a violent. That was that's what made you the tough guy because you were able to deal with that, you know. And now it's just like, oh, 
We don't want kickoffs. We don't want this. We don't want that. It's like, well, what do you want? You know, man, it, it's to me, it's a dang commissioner. Man. I've been I've been pounding the table for a long time. Now. He, he's a terrible commissioner. He's, he's done so much damage to this league, whether it's like the players, uh, just everything, man. I just I do not he's like a, what he's, he's done. He's a terrible commissioner. Yeah, I, I just I wish we could get somebody else in there. I miss Paul Tagley. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, can we bring Paul back? Or can we resurrect Cosell? <laughs> Robbie Rose, <laughs> Rob P. Roselle. Like, <laughs> oh man, but nah, that was a great show, Joe. That's what it is, bro. That's what it is, man. So we're getting down to it. Thirty more days, right? Like we're, oh, I think we're under thirty days now to the draft. So getting close. It's coming, dude. Getting close, man. Yeah. It feels like it's coming faster this year than last year for me. Oh, yeah. You feel like that, oh, too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I thought it would be, like, worse because we didn't have a first rounder, but before you know it, dude, we'll be drafting, like, mm-hmm. on the clock. Yeah, that first round's going to be something to watch, man. I love it. I love the draft. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is my favorite time of the year. <clears throat> it is. It is that, but that's all we have, guys. Hope you guys enjoy this content. Make sure you follow my boy Foots on, on uh, YouTube, Foots the King. And uh, what what else you got out there going on right now, Foots? You got some music coming out, huh? Yeah, so we're working on an album, Foots and Coles. Um, uh, it's like a jazz progression, progressive type vibe. You know, we do stuff in the studio, but we also play the instruments. Uh, but again, like Joe said, man, just make sure you guys follow me, uh, Cowboys Nation TV. And just support everything that we do. You know, I see Joe doing the giveaways. I see I see everything. Make sure you guys support us. Uh, keep us in mind. And uh, just help. You know, big thing is spreading this. So you guys, you know, send this around to people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Every every bit helps, <clears throat> you know, because this is this, this the content that we're bringing. It's way better than what you're getting out of ESPN and the herd and all this other crap out there that's out there, you know. Especially for this team, you oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially for this team, no doubt. That's yeah, it. That's, for that's big, man. That's big. Mm-hmm. Give us that five star rating, everybody. We really do appreciate it, and we'll catch you for the next one. That's the deal.